I'm back from vacation, ready to work. Hello and welcome and good day to you. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, with David Cooper. I'm your host, David Cooper. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, the show where no one's listening and no one cares. The show where every episode's the last episode. Well, it is comedian from San Francisco, Natasha Vinnick, who's going to join us today. We're going to talk about all kinds of ridiculous shit. Maybe your dating life, maybe not. Let's jump into this interview. right into it since the last time we met let's pretend it was last week because it aired last week okay uh you had said that carly ray loved you yes was enamored with you yes taken by you yes so many things yeah i mean i don't know if i said all of that but she did like me she said i was her favorite comedian of the night well uh apparently not because our producer danny but wow. i have a producer on this show isn't i mean she's not doing a ton that's but, so cool uh no I'm, it's not a humble brag it's more like can you believe how pathetic this is and yet still i don't know it's pretty cool that you have a producer who does stuff for you well it, we thought she would she reached out to carly ray jepson's people yeah. The idea being, and we said just 10 minutes, the idea being you and I would get there and I would torture you. We, I would interview Carly about you. That was the pitch. Did you name me as my name in there? Uh, I, did, I don't actually, I didn't actually see the email that Danny okay. sent out to um, her management company. All right. But she's a former radio producer, so she knows how to get in touch with these PR, publicist, management. Totally. I don't know how that all works. Uh, me neither. Once you're in, you're in, and I am not in. Uh, God, it is hachi-machi here in New York. Jesus Christ. Is it hot over there in San Francisco? It's pretty here. It's nice. Do you have real air? Yeah, the real air came in a few days ago. It was California outside with all the uh, the wildfire. Congratulations. So she's reached out to uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's agency, and they re- they responded as follows. Hi, Danny. Thank you for reaching out. Unfortunately, we have to pass on this opportunity in our current season. But thank you again for thinking of Carly. So-and-so, such-and-such management company, email address, phone number. Wow, that was so nice of them to call it an opportunity. I have reached out to people that had no business being on my show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're always like, we're not interested for this season. Check again the following season. This is a common uh, like thing that people's i don't know publicists management in the biz yeah i tried to get i don't even really like her but um i like her recipes i just i find her a bit annoying and i promise i'm not sexist because i like a lot of her compatriots at bon appetit but uh allison roman the like celebrity youtube chef kind of a person oh i don't know this one and i thought we were talking about carly jepson i'm like her recipes what are we talking about here no i just jumped to another topic i mean maybe i'm a little sexist but that's besides the point uh okay that's fair i have a friend who's obsessed with her and goes to the same hairdresser as her and i tried to book this celebrity chef and i was gonna have my friend there and do something very similar yeah obviously they were not interested for that season and i waited patiently i reached out in the next season and they said that again they jumped to the next season still yeah uh are you gonna try next season for carly ray jepps I'll put it, yeah, I'll put, make myself a reminder. Three months. 
Uh, we're looking yes, for yes, fall yes, interviews. Yes. Um, how are you? I'm doing all right. I actually just got back from a wedding, um, which was with the couple that was there that night when I performed in front of Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, and they are both obsessed with Carly Rae Jepsen. And her vows started with, um, what was that? Uh, Before you came into my life, I missed you so bad. That's one of her lyrics. Yeah, I missed you so, so bad. Exactly. And they didn't see each other's vows. His were sealed. And then when he did his vows, it started with the exact same line. Before you came into my life, I missed you so bad. And it was so cute. That's very sweet. Do you like weddings? Yeah. Um, I liked the past two I've been to. Yes. Okay. But in I think G- they're better as we get older because people are making better choices, you know? I guess. Yeah, but young weddings, are they're a little more exciting, a little more crazy, right? Like, maybe they're crazier, but it's kind of like, I don't know. You're like, what do you, what do you guys do? You don't know anything yet. Dude, I went to undergrad with this Christian kid. Mm-hmm. And he, like, had a girlfriend, and he was 19. And he was, like, a, like almost, it's odd, because in Canada, I didn't even know we had these. But, like, evangelical, cool Christian, but, like, really, really Christian. And he got this girlfriend, and he was such a, you could tell he was a horny kid, but, like, he didn't ever go there but anytime anything risque came up he would get really excited and he got married at like 19 and a half wow and i was in my last year of university my sixth year that's a normal last year to be in right 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 uh sure whatever you say buddy so i was like 24 25 i was with my ex-wife we weren't married of course we were just dating and it was all children and it was all christy children and i got to talking to his dad and his dad was like to me just his friend he's like what is my son doing yeah the parents weren't christy they were just regular christians how did they end up with a wacky son i don't know some evangelical youth pastor who knows this stuff's weird i got on my plane ride from portugal i was sitting next to a 21 year old named like liberty grace and she was very into jesus oh boy like really into jesus and she like started talking to me about it and then at some point we were like doing our own things and then it was like the meal was coming around so she turned to me and she's like hey i just want you to know that while i was watching you know the movie i i got a message from god and he told me to let you know that you don't need to be scared okay. of trusting him. <laughs> God sent her a message that you don't need to be scared to trust him. Why couldn't God send you a message? That's what I'm thinking, too. I was mm. like, thanks for relaying the message. And she's like, thanks for receiving it. And I'm really going to be like, oh, hey, while you were watching a movie, Satan sent me a message. <laughs> <laughs> he says to be scared. <laughs> I was thinking of eating babies and having group sex with animals while you were watching your movie. Uh, praise Satan. I don't know. Um, anyway, <gasps> back to this story. Uh, three, four years later, he's divorced. A couple years after that, he's got pink hair. He's in a polyamorous throuple with another man and another woman. I mean, y- y- you go one yeah. direction, you go the other. But now he was so excited to talk to me about Christ back then. Now he's, I mean, I'm an atheist, but I don't really give a shit about atheism. I'm not like one of these people yeah. who's like, I'm an atheist. Like, if, for example, if I sat next no. to that woman on the plane, I'm not going to say I was an atheist. I would just be like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, now he just wants to talk about atheism. Like, it's the most edgy thing that ever happened to anybody <laughs> my gosh it's too late to be a teenager when you're not a teenager anymore get over it buddy yeah something's up with this guy smart guy but you know that's so funny so weddings you like them with older people good i like this last one yeah i feel like older people like you know i think it's how the couple does the wedding like this wedding was so like very unique to this couple so it's like fun and quirky and um, I don't know. Some people get depressed at weddings, but I think if you're doing the wedding where it's really specific to you, 
It doesn't give the audience a chance to get depressed about their own love lives, you know? So if it's just generic, people think, oh, this could have been me. Yeah, or like they're like, oh, I feel icky for being alone. But like the um, officiant, like he started with a bit that was basically a parody of, you know, Nicole Kidman's AMC advert. No, I don't. At the beginning of all the movies. Oh, it was a huge sensation like a year ago. Her like, we come to the movies to laugh. Like it was a whole, you got to watch it. But like- he parodied that at the top. He referenced Dune and like everyone did their own vows. It was just so them that you could only like feel great about them. Well, so a highly individualized wedding isn't as depressing as a generic, you know, cookie cutter, may as well be any middle America wedding kind of thing. I truly believe that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I normally don't get invited to these things. Surprise, surprise. No one likes me. But this year it's like several. That's crazy. And they're all in fucking California. Yeah. Oh, no. You got to come out here. How awful for you. I mean, it's expensive. Uh, I don't know if you know uh, about the podcast business, but I'm only making 100 million a year doing this. The podcast business or the radio business? Oh, sorry. The the not a podcast business. Thank you. You, you caught that one well. Uh, you know, I don't want to fly mm-hmm. all the way. And then I got to deal with the cat. The cat makes traveling suck. <laughs> Yeah, they hate planes. Well, my cat escaped on the fucking plane right over here. What do you mean? How? He kept on headbutting where the zipper of his carrier was. And you know when zippers like fail and you got to go all the way mm-hmm. down and then all yep. the way. that He basically busted the zipper, got out. He wasn't running up and down the aisle. My girlfriend Miranda grabbed him and like bear hugged him. That's amazing. I'm like, you deal with the carrier. I'm going to take him to the bathroom. And he was so freaked out. He looked at the bathroom mirror and he jumped headfirst into the bathroom mirror. It was so sad. (laughs) And then we came back and Miranda couldn't figure it out. And then I realized the zipper had failed that way. So I closed it and then reopened it or whatever. And I fixed it. And then we just kind of held it shut. And he was making so much noise. But it was a five and a half hour flight from California, something like that. Yeah. Four hours in, he just gave up on life. This happens when you're fishing. You know, the fish is fighting, 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 fighting. And then you're like, what happened? Did another fish eat my fish? Did it fall off the hook? And you just drag in dead weight. And the fish is still alive, but it just gives up on living. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We've all been that fish. We've all been that cat. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Wow. What a metaphor. Uh, Yeah. We... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tell me we have it. <laughs> um, wow, that was an amazing. I, I didn't even realize I was setting setting that up, and that was just a. Ama- thank you, thank you. Was all I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he just gave up, and then it was like I thought he was dead, and he was just sitting there quietly, still with his heart rate really high, and he just sat that way until we got to the new house, and then he was just didn't act like himself for three days. So that's my cat plane story. Wow. Yeah. Cats are wild. But traveling with a fucking pet. I know you don't like pets, sir. You don't love pets. Oh, no. I like pets. I'm just very allergic. I know. All pets, dogs, cats, hamsters, spiders, gerbils. Ew, ew to spiders. I love birds. But yeah, I'm very allergic to cats and dogs. But cat dander is stickier than dog dander. So there's actually more of a problem with it, even though technically I'm more allergic to dogs, whatever. You know? What is dander? I hear that on, on Claritin commercials. Yeah, it's their skin mixed with their saliva. Oh, erotic. Mm-hmm. It's hot. And, and pet mouths are, actually dogs mouths are apparently very clean, like cleaner than ours. Yes. Like a dog bite's less likely to get infected than a human bite, but way more likely than both of those is a cat bite. Really? Because they, their mouths, they fester and they eat, and they lick their butts. Oh. And 
Oh. There is something, and I know this because where I used to work, one of the uh, the technical producers at the, the radio station, he didn't come into work one day because he said, I have cat scratch fever. Oh, I thought that was just like a funny dance song. No, that's a real ailment. And I'm like, he caught, who, I would just lie and say I have stomach flu. That's the most <laughs> embarrassing thing to not go into work for. N- Natasha couldn't come into work because she has cat scratch fever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this. the ball's on this guy to admit to that. It sounds like. A, make, yeah, it just sounds like a joke. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those lies. It's like too good. To be like, like it, it, it's too crazy to be a lie, which makes it a good lie. Wow. So it's not even, is it from the scratch actually or, or from the bite? It's from all the bacteria on their nails. They scratch you and then you, you fucking run a fever because you get like a mini blood infection. Cheesy, crazy. Cats are wild. Yeah. Cats are crazy. And then they carry this fungus that, in, have you heard about this? It's called, um, is it like the parasite that makes you love them more? Yes. But the reason that, did you know about all this? I've heard that they like give you a thing and owners often get a thing that makes them like their cat more. The reason it affects mammals is because it's like evolved to make mice enjoy the aroma of cat pee. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, basically this bacteria wants cats to eat mice uh, because that's how it reproduces. Like when it's in a cat's stomach. That's such like a circuitous route. But it like it demonstrably changes the behavior in mice to like normally cat urine scare, scares them mm-hmm. and then they get like happy and have like they want to be around the cat urine when their brain's infected with the parasite it, wow. it infects other mammals they know it infects other mammals they don't know how it modifies behavior but there's like some research to say that once you get infected you're more likely to take crazy risks like people go skydiving with a higher rate for the first time after being infected like it's crazy wow. That's so funny because you think you'd want the cat, the cat would want you to stay home. Like it shouldn't make you do not risky behaviors. It should make you just like very docile and stay around the house and be around the cat. So the cat's not lonely. It's not the cat's fungus. It just evolved with cats. It's called toxoplasmosis. And it's pretty benign. But if you have some immune disorders, um, it can it can like fuck up your brain. It can like it's like when you're immunocompromised, certain ailments that just would you would your immune system would clear will like rot your brain. It's just like blow up. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I I don't know why I thought this was science time, um, but I just made it that way. I love science time. You got any science facts? Uh, we'll call this segment person explain me some science because i don't want to be sexist okay. you know because i mansplain but but you're a woman so no uh, i have to have like new science what's some cool science happening i feel like i i see science stuff all the time and then i forget it doesn't have to be new science it can be old science uh it could be galileo he found the moon and the sun i don't know what galileo did. oh i have a question actually yeah. i was talking to my friend about this in portugal yeah you think we're in a simulation you into the simulation idea I'm neither into it nor not into it, if, if that makes sense. It's like I don't care about it. You're agnostic like you are about God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I'll take it a step further. Uh, it's kind of an impossible thing to know. Yes. Or, or, or maybe it is possible to know. But once that time happens, when it is possible to know because people can demonstrate it, then I'll become interested. I think it's a fun thing to talk about, but I'm not going to weigh in because mm-hmm. it's it's one of those propositions that you can't prove or disprove, but I, I'm not trying to shut up debate on it. Um, I think it's interesting and, and, and viable, but who, no, who knows, you know? 
Yeah, I think the thing I've always come to is like, if we find out it is like, so what? Like, how does that doesn't materially change our lives, right? And what is the nature of the simulation? It's not just somebody with like a Pentium with Windows 95 running. I mean, it's something that can simulate a universe. And then the reality that's doing the simulate, it's so far from anything we would consider reality. Is it even a simulation in the first place? Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, My friend and I came to the conclusion that there probably is a simulation and there was someone running it, but maybe they like died off or something. (laughs) So we're just kind of like running amok on our own. They were keeping check on things because things were so good uh, up until recent history for humanity. Extraordinary. The Inquisition, that was a great time. I mean, that was a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, Spanish flu, uh, World War II. uh, Yeah. So many great things. Yeah, it's definitely like only recently that there were problems with humanity. But look at what they did to Trump. How could they? That must be a simulation. I don't even know. How could they? Not, not even following that stuff. It's such a joy not to follow that stuff. It's too wacky. Used to be vaguely my job. I don't miss it at all. Uh, so why do you think, oh, this is a, a bit. <laughs> this is a, we, I think I'm living in a situation and the guy died, simulation and the guy died off. That's you doing a bit. Yeah, that's what we came to. We're yeah. like, this makes the most sense, you know? Well, just because something <sighs> makes sense to you doesn't make it true, right? Oh, boy, do I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I completely like, agree I, with I you. I can't think of how this could happen any way but the way I think it happened. Therefore, it happened the way I think it happened. Like, that doesn't. That doesn't no. We know that it, it certainly did it. But if we're talking about fun ideas for what are our maybes, we're like, that's probably our maybe, you know? I mean, there are smart people who say we're living in a simulation. Yeah, there are. And I've read the articles and I always end up with the, eh, okay. I'm just not one of them. Why couldn't mine have been better, you know? Yeah, you could get it published in an academic journal. Uh, guy running simulation dies mid-90s. That could be in Science Today or something. Yeah. Um. I think based on my image of your mom's neuroses, based on many conversations we had, I already know the answer to this question. But did you grow up in a naked home? Because I grew up in a naked home. <laughs> when you say that, what do you mean? Like constantly naked? Like my mom was walking around topless all the time. My dad would like call me into the bathroom when he was showering to like talk to me about shit. And he'd be naked with his bush from here to yaya. The man needs some pubic hair trimming scissors. God, that bush is an, it's like, man. That's a bush. Wow. Think Australia has a bush? Wait till you see my dad's great bush. <laughs> Wait till you see Daddy Cooper. Yeah. Uh, and my siblings were naked all the time. We sh- we schwitzed a lot. We saunted naked. You know. You schwitzed? Uh, we were just a naked house. I ran around naked as a kid. That's a naked house. We did not have a naked house. We had a very not naked house. My sister did not participate in the naked house. She was... Uh, okay. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, my mom like grew up at the Catholic school with nuns. Like, I don't think it lent itself to to naked times. And my dad, I don't know what he did, but not naked times, you know. Nuns are are naked people. Okay, I guess it's just you and the and your brother. I feel like it, when you have multiple siblings of the same gender. Yeah, it's different. But it's just me and Sean, so we weren't like having naked times. Okay. No naked times. Uh, what about it as an adult? Like, do you what, do you go to naked stuff or you can't do naked stuff? Like a hot springs. I have never been invited to naked stuff, but people should invite me to naked stuff because I want to try going to naked stuff. Natasha, I, I don't mean to, you know, toot your horn here, but I'm sure if you went to naked stuff alone, you'd be the hit of the party. Oh, well, I don't want to go to naked stuff alone. That's so scary. There's that. Yeah. 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 I want a friend where we go. Wow, we're at naked stuff together. 
I'd go to something naked. I'm brave. You're in San Francisco. There's that steam bath. Uh, what is it? It's so disgusting. Yeah, I haven't been to those. I need to go to one of those. Banya, the ban- Archimedes Banya, it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I, my my friend asked me to be in his wedding party naked with his wife uh, and Miranda naked also uh, at that Banya. The four of us were just sitting around naked and he's like, would you like to be in my wedding party? Aww. His wife was like, and my, I don't want to say his name because he's a little more private than me, but he's like, let's say his name's Jimmy. Uh, his wife, and I was sitting there naked. He was naked. My girlfriend was naked. His wife was naked. Future wife. And she's like, Jimmy has something to ask you, don't you, Jimmy? Aww. And then he's like, David, do you want to be one of my groomsmen at my wedding? I'm like, yes. Uh, anyway, you, you were about to say something. Yeah. When you're there, like all at the banya, are you like naked, but you got like parts covered with towel? Or are you just full naked? I'm full naked. There are people who yeah. kind of keep the towel, you know, around. Uh, at what point do you... Um, there, I feel like there has to be like a period where you're like, oh, I need to make sure I don't look at stuff in a weird way, right? And then there's a period where that turns off and you go normal again, right? Or do you just stay normal the whole time? I get, I, I, I don't, I just, I don't look at, you know. If you catch a look, you know, be a corner of the eye. But if you stare at people, people will like say, you know. You'll be like, hey, buddy. Yeah, some, you know, if some, we were making someone uncomfortable, most people would say, hey, stop staring at me. And the staff would get involved and, and escort the creeper out of the situation. Um, do, you, do you think people go there to like be naked or go there to be like, ooh, it's cool that everyone's like naked around each other? So I feel like people don't go there to go like, I want to see naked people, right? That's a weird thing to do. You can see naked people anywhere. Yeah, there's the whole of the internet, which is at least four. There's a whole internet for it. There's at least five or six web pages on my GeoCities. No. Uh, yeah, it's to me, it's a very non-sexual environment. I mean, you're you're sweating, you're doing the cold plunge. It's just like it's a lot, and and yes, people, it's social. People are chatting, and it, it's like it's. I've never seen a boner while I was there. If that's what you're asking, I wasn't asking that, but oh, well, I thought for some reason I thought you were asking that. Yeah, I feel like I so like I think I'd be fine in a naked place. Um, naked people don't ooh ah me. I'm kind. Of and I'm just like, uh, I feel like we all look pretty goofy naked, you know? Yeah. Human bodies are disgusting. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. The fluids. We're just like weird little like wacky cartoons. Uh-huh. The shriveling. Ugh. Just wacky shapes everywhere. The smell. The sweat. Ugh. There's armpits and fucking butt cracks. I've got a fissure on my butt now. That's new. Oh, you ever had one of those? Are you fixing it? You fixing your fissure? No, but like I have some friends having fissures right now. It's fissure season, just so you know. <laughs> Thought it was uncuffing season. Uh, apparently, those two are related. <laughs> but um, yeah, did your friends get it from uh, doing butt stuff with friends or from pooping? No, I think just maybe like pooping, aggressive pooping. She had to get Botox in her butt. Or there's a there's a third option: doing butt stuff with enemies. Um, wait, but so apparently they diagnosed it. So I had my first rectal exam. Mm -hmm. Um, I have like a two foot eight lesbian Jewish, uh, doctor. She's like, if you ever had a rectal exam before, I'm like, no. And so I went in the fetal position and because of the pain. No, she just asked me to get on the tape. Have you ever had one? I don't think I've had a rectal exam. No, it's not like with the stirrups, uh, and this. Speculum? Is that the right word? Yeah, that's the right word. I don't know why I made eye contact with you in the Zoom when I said the word speculum. I should have kind of... Speculum. It's the kind of word you say and you want to kind of avert eye contact as you say it. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, she's just like, have you ever done this? Because I was complaining about the bleeding, mm-hmm. which I was, I've said this on the show like four times. My one listener uh, has now gone to zero, but because um, I thought it was in my intestines, which is a problem if you're bleeding. But if it's a fish, so they diagnose it and then they wait like six months because some heal and go away. Most don't. And then on the second diagnosis, then they do the treatment options. I don't know what they are. So you're, what, what happened with your friend? She had uh, the, the easiest and most chill ones seem to be butt Botox. Like I'm getting a needle with Botox on my rectum? Yeah, you're getting Botoxed there. Uh-huh. Jesus. Absolutely. So you are going to be wrinkle free. <laughs> you're going to look beautiful forever in your butt. Wow. I should, do they do a two-in-one where they do the bleaching as well? Because I got a very dark butthole. Seasoned. <laughs> They should. I'm getting all that laser. Did I tell you? I'm, I'm lasering all the hair off my body. Why? Uh, they added in and it like made the prices better. I wanted to do legs and they're like, we can add in this and this. And I'm like, all right, sure. Laser it all off. You don't like your body hair? Um, It's not that I don't like it. Well, with my leg hair, I'm, I'm neutral on it, but I feel like people have such reactions to it. Huh. Um, and I would shave it, but my skin... I can't shave a lot because my skin gets too messed up because I have tough skin. So I'm like, let me just laser it so I never have to think about it again. Are you sure there won't be adverse effects to the lasering? Not that I can tell so far. I've gotten quite a few appointments. So I'm I'm lasering it and they're like, let's throw in, throw in the Brazilian and the butt or whatever. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Laser it all. At the risk of sounding like a a pervert, which is a risk I often take. (laughs) So I don't know. You're brave. You're brave (laughs) that way. I'm brave. Uh, I like (laughs) armpit hair. Uh, Yeah. Like, uh, I'm like the controlling boyfriend about armpit hair, but in the opposite direction, you know? <laughs> do not shave it. Well, she can do whatever do the not. fuck she... In the do summer, she, she Miranda shaves it because it's hot and sweaty. But I, yeah. you know, it, all things equal if we're... I, I, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I think it can be really hot. A lot of ladies pull it off real nice. Mm, yeah. Leg hair, I, I don't even notice or care. Yeah. Butthole hair, I don't like mine. I trim mine. I didn't. Okay, so this is the thing. So you think you're getting your hair lasered off. So you think like, oh, great. They're going to laser it. I'm never going to have to shave it again. Wrong. 24 hours before the laser appointment, you have to shave everything that you want lasered off. And I had never trimmed or, or shaved butt hair. And I was like there doing gymnastics. Like I was like an acrobat in my house. I brought in more lights and mirrors like because I couldn't see <laughs> anything. It was like a whole production. Were there like multiple mirrors? Did you have like a jerry-rigging of mirrors? Yes. Like a Like a prism? Yes. <laughs> I had like them reflecting on each other, one laying down, one straight up, wow. like lights hitting different air. Because it, it's, I, I don't know how people see. I can't work the scissors properly under those circumstances. Oh, I do not go scissors. Um, I got one of those bzzz. Oh, you want a buzzer? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, I did a little buzzer, and then when I was really brave, I'd go with the razor. But it was so scary because that skin's so sensitive, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've sliced open my uh, my testicles a little bit with. Uh... Oh no! Yeah, it was. Did I mean, they was all like... spill out? No, it was like the tiniest little paper cut of a cut. Yeah. But for me, it was like the world was going to end. It's so scary. It's all so soft. Anyway. Yeah, I hate that I now have to shave those like 24 hours before the lasers. How many lasers do you have to do? Um, Eight sessions, and I think I've done three. Wow. Is it painful? Not that painful. They blow a lot of cold air. It's probably like... They blow a lot of cold air up your ass? (laughs) Yeah, they do. They do. (laughs) 
And if I open my mouth, yeah. <laughs> it comes out in a little cloud. Was there any meat to what we were going to talk about today? Just because, like, I feel like we... Oh, did we have a plan? Well, I feel we've been talking for, did like, Did you tell half... me about a plan? No, there's no plan. I just, you know, I, sometimes we go deep. Okay, we're not going deep enough for you? You're we're too shallow? I don't mind shallow. I, I love you deep. I love you shallow. I love you oscillating between the two. But usually we hit a little, like, it, there's something gets deeper... Don't you find? No, I find. I for sure find. Usually we talk about me less. You know, I'm kind of dominating. No, I feel like we're doing a good job. I feel like we're doing a good give and take, you know? All right. Give and take, take and give. More importantly. Yes. Dating life. I feel like this is the, this is the, the crux of, of our work. Um, okay. I did, uh, I did a little bit, did a little bit of dating. Um, I haven't been dating lately. Uh, I went on a couple dates with a lady. I don't know if I told you about that. Have you had sex with a woman yet or what? No, not yet, not yet. Are you are you nervous? Like, is it like a is there a mental block there? It's just not you're looking for the right person. I think with uh, as we've talked before, I feel like you're way cooler at being like boom, sexy times. We don't need any uas like. And to me, it's just meat. I need some uas in the brain. I'm way cooler at being boom. Let's jump into bed. But I'm way less cool than yes. you. So the opportunities to do that, even if I were single, are none. Uh, that surprises me. People love you. You're a little guy with glasses. <laughs> yeah. On jacket says I've been divorced. That's what everyone says about me. David Cooper. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, oh yeah. He has no friends. That's what people say about me. Uh, um, yeah. It's just that I, I really need a lot more ooh in the brain before I can have sexual stuff. Is the person you're, you've been on a couple dates with an ooh ah potential? I don't know. We kind of, I got busy. I had a big move. My work stuff went crazy. And, and, and then I went to Portugal, you know, you you feel like you're making excuses. You, you do what you want. I feel like you're disappointed in me for not doing more dating. You know, I'm not disappointed. I don't care. Yeah. Be true to yourself. Thank you so much. At least that's what people say. I have an ex coming into contact with me again. You know, these exes. Is it like uh, one you're going to jump into bed with or what? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Probably not. My friends hope not. And I hope not. Okay. You were in Lisbon. I was in I was in Porto, actually, recently. Sorry. Lisbon was a year and a half ago, so you're... I, I thought you were returning to the scene of the crime. What's with the obsession with Portugal? Um, well, my friend is becoming a resident there. And mm. so one day she's like, hey, my lawyer just told me I have to go to Porto in five days to get the biometric scan or whatever. And I'm like, oh, you want me to come with you? And she's like, that's why I'm texting you. So we bought a ticket for five days later and flew over to Portugal. Bada bing, bada Portugal. Listen, if you ever text me and go, hey, I need a friend to go to this weird country, you know? Maybe I'll take you up on that. I'll be your friend. Yeah, I'm down. This is a pretty weird country that we're in. Oh, it's a rut row country for sure, you know, but God, it's nice to be at places where like they're not obsessed with work like we are here. We're just obsessed with work. It's crazy. We have to work too much here. Why do you think that is? They make us work so much for so little. They, exactly. They need you obsessed with work. The people that are in charge. Because if you had free time, you'd realize what they were up to and how they were ripping you off. The lizard people <laughs> the are making us work. <laughs> exactly. And why don't our forefathers care about us more, David, is what our I'm four, saying. Our four lizards before us. 
Um, why is it whenever I hear p- people talking about the lizard people, I'm like, oh, you just mean Jews. It's like the Illuminati. I'm like, you mean Jews. Because they do. They do mean Jews. They yeah. do mean Jews every time. Yeah, every Anytime time. there's a conspiracy, it comes back to Jews. It's a no-brainer. I hate it. No-brainer. Have I told you the craziest uh, conspiracy that one of my best friends recently posted? Please. <sighs> She reposted a thing from someone else that was basically like this thing going, oh, like, isn't it, isn't it weird that we have so many trans people all of a sudden? Isn't that weird? The same thing would be said about gay people or interracial couples or any other class that was oppressed. But go on. Uh-huh. Uh, isn't it weird? And isn't it weird that seems to align with when we started giving babies soy milk formula 20 years ago? And it was like, do we think soy milk's turning people trans? And I, I know my friend is not transphobic. Oh, boy, it's the soy milk. Um, and I sent her a message being like, hey, doesn't this seem like a weird thing to say? And she's like, I don't know. I think it's interesting. And I'm like, wouldn't it be messed up to say that soy milk turns people gay? Like, isn't that a, a weird thing? She's like, I don't know. I think it, I'm like, what part's interesting that they're saying that soy milk turns people trans? And she's like, I just think it's something to think about. And I'm like, to me, this seems pretty transphobic. Uh, it's the same kind of person who's like, isn't it interesting how everybody who had a vaccine is going to eventually die? It's just interesting to me. I'm just pointing out an interesting coincidence. We're just saying stuff that's interesting in the world. Yeah, she's definitely anti and thinks that we're brainwashing people with fluoride in the water, unfortunately. Oh um, the chemtrails? I'm sure she's in the chemtrails. And uh, it's the juice. It's the juice. It's That's what I'm wearing. I know it's going to be the juice. And it, this is one of my best friends. And I know it's a matter of time before it's the juice. And I'm so scared. She'll realize it's the juice. She'll wise up to us sneaky Jews and she'll realize. She'll figure it out. <laughs> I personally put fluoride in her water. <laughs> Um, Ooh, is that why she's believing these dumbass theories? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the only explanation. Isn't it interesting how you're an idiot? Full stop. Isn't it interesting? Uh, she had a big call with me like two days later. She's like, our, our argument like kept me up at night, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and like, she's like, I just feel like I don't feel safe to post whatever I want to post because you and our other friend are going to go and ask me what the science is or like ask for proof. And I was like, yeah, we're a couple of science girlies. I don't know what to tell you. How about just like basic homework? Like just get her to do a handwritten (laughs) definition of the word correlation and a handwritten definition of the word causation uh, and explain the difference between the two. It's uh, she it's it's a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. And then at some point, she's like, I feel like you and our friends like always will, like want proof and want facts and want studies. <laughs> yeah. When you're saying something prejudiced against a group, uh, proof and facts are great if you got them. Show us some data here, you know, give us anything. And she's just like, well, like the thing is, it's so hard to like so many studies are paid for by different people and you don't know what to believe. And like, I feel like you can't believe anything. And I'm like, I think it gets dangerous when we don't have like an agreed upon set of facts, you know? And she's like, well, at this point, I feel like I just have to go with, and this is her quote, and it drove me nuts, what feels true. Yeah, but that's, I mean, this is this is the problem with society. People want to believe what feels good, not what's true. It's so scary. Uh, it was upsetting. I'm scared. I'm worried about. You should be. 
where that train goes, you know? It's going to end up with the juice. That's where the train's going. Yeah. I, the irony of it being a train is not lost on me, but the train's going to the juice. Uh, it's it's hard because, like, I watch a lot of sci-fi, you know? I love sci-fi. I've been so excited. So, I, like, I finished the trilogy, the Silo um, Dust trilogy by Hugh Howney. I don't know his last name. But they just made an Apple TV series about it. Silo, uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. It's starting to get better, finally, yeah. um, the more recent episodes. But it was slow. But what's so tricky about sci-fi is it's almost always, like, this one character who sees something different about the world that the other people don't see you know and like i see what's appealing with like conspiracies about like being that person you know we're like oh i'm figuring it out you know no one else knows all the smart people i know think they're idiots you know yes i agree so if you think you're so smart that's why you see the world in this amazing unique way and the reason that you know it's true is because you're so smart you're the idiot a hundred percent that's that's it that's it yeah, because a lot of these characters, they're like just people. They're normal people who are like, huh, something looks weird, you know? You know how many smart people, like actually smart people who've made an impact on the world when, when they're like made to justify their beliefs? Like, let's say I'm Einstein or I'm fucking, I, I don't know, Mary Curie or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, how did you come up? How did you discover radioactivity? How did you discover general relativity? Because it felt good. No, they didn't say that. Nobody ever <laughs> said that in the history of smart people. I followed my feelings. <laughs> I say shit like that because I'm an idiot. Your friend should be smart enough to know that she's an idiot. See, I'm slightly smarter than her because I'm smart enough to know I'm an idiot. I'm not going to say on air whether or not you're smarter than her, but... <laughs> You're smarter than her. Look, if I'm smart enough to know I'm an idiot, I'm smarter than someone who doesn't know they're an idiot. By definition. Ah, oh, it's just such a bummer. Can you do me a favor? You have my number. The day that she realizes that all the problems in the world are the Jews, can you just call me? Can we oh, get, I will call you for can sure. We get a, I will let you know. A conference uh -huh. call going. I, I want to talk to her on yep. this very special day. What what will you tell her? <laughs> We just confirm her beliefs. You're like, it's us. We did it. Hold on a sec. Let me just get the monthly newsletter that we all get. Uh, yes, we should have invested in this stock. Uh, yes, we made money off the vaccine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here's the agenda of last meeting. And yeah, the notes, they line up with what you're saying. So Fluoride, us. Us. Soy milk, making the, the gay babies or whatever. Us. All us. Us. I did that. <laughs> Fucking, I killed Jesus and now I'm trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I could have made Jesus gay first, I would have. <laughs> if they didn't have soy milk back then, I or I would have. No, uh-uh. Didn't have soy. Didn't have soy. Didn't have the beans. They didn't have the beans in the Middle East. I'm allergic to soy. Are you allergic to soy? You're allergic to everything. Okay. Yeah. What can you eat? Like white rice? Pasta. Meat. Milk. <laughs> Pizza, tacos, okay, avocado. How many foods do you want me to list before you find out that I enjoy my life eating wise? No, no, I we pizza and tacos is and pasta. I mean that that covers like eighty percent of my life right there. See, I'm just like you. All right, <laughs> just like me, except covered in <laughs> ailments and all this stuff. Unwell, yeah. But hey, you got a fissure, so we're not so different, you and I. Go fissure. You should. I hate you. Um, have you ever had one? No, I've had, um, what's the awful thing? Hemorrhoid? Yeah, I've had a hemorrhoid. Mm -hmm. Fisher's worse. 
Yeah, I believe you because it's like in there. A fissure is like, you know, when there's like a like a, a 10 on the Richter scale earthquake and the, the ground, you know, shatters and there's a big crack. Yeah. That they call that a fissure. Yeah. The reason they're both called fissures is because they're exactly the same in terms of severity. Was it pooping for you? I assume, I assume it was pooping for you. Must have been. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't really stick. I can't because of the IBS. I can't be. Miranda, I think, would like to, you know. You got to be careful down there with the IBS. That's yeah. wild. I once was um, receiving oral sex in my youth from someone who was a Miranda. Congratulations. And it was like in that person I didn't know well. Mm-hmm. And she was a lot better looking than me, which is not hard, but she was. And uh, well, maybe not. She thinks she's a lot. She's like a modely type, but she's not. A, anyway, not important. Okay. Okay. Regardless, she starts, you know, just rubbing the exterior of, of and it, then the smell. <laughs> uh, and then she's like, do you want to go? Oh, she rubs the butt exterior and then there's butt. Yeah. I like, I couldn't, I didn't know what to do because I smell and I just was like, I got to go to the bathroom. Uh, and then she didn't try that again. And that was, that's like. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's a young time for butt time, too. Yeah. Are you an aggressive pooper? You strike me as an aggressive pooper. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm IBSD, IBS diarrhea. Yeah. My um banana bread that I put in the oven before we started talking. <laughs> yeah. It's likely to start beeping soon. Okay. Um, Is the house smelling good? Is it filling with banana bread smell? I don't know, because I, I closed the door, because I don't want to disturb Miranda, who's in the other room. That's nice of you. I'm so hungry for banana bread now. I feel like banana bread is like a good natural time to end the show, but I, I feel like there was more to get to. I just don't know what. No, banana bread's nice. I want banana bread now. I'm so angry now that I don't have banana bread. I made it with brown butter, uh, walnuts and chocolate chips. Okay. And like a tart kind of like uh, Eastern European yogurt called labna, labne, labna. Ooh, yeah, I've heard of this. So it's got a little bit of sour, like a little bit of acid in it, you know? Yeah, that sounds good, except for the walnuts and the whatever, you know. Um, I just want to pause for a second because I don't know if you can hear my mom in the kitchen doing lots of kitchen stuff or not. No, no, it's all right. We we should we we should end. We've chatted for like an hour. I hear the oven going. You got your mom, Natasha. Always a pleasure. A pleasure. A merry a merry evening to you and yours. And if if there is a marriage, it'll be an old age. Uh, may, may we have to attend a wedding like that? Do you hear my oven beeping? No, but like I hear my mom like at the sink. I think our microphones are just so sensitive. Give your mom a kiss for me, uh, Natasha. Thanks for your time. Catch you in a few weeks or something. Okay, mom. I'm gonna kiss you for David. Bye. Bye.